Soundbites Radio is your source for candid discussion aimed to create a world that's inclusive, spiritually connected, living in love, peace, joy, harmony, and abundance now. Content ranges from social justice to racial equity, religion, arts, culture, and more. Consciousness is the claim, one world is the aim, that's for sure, for sure. 
Um, checking in on the, the evening tip on another Sunday evening. Uh, ain't no Game of Thrones or none of that going on, so hopefully <laughs> we got your attention. Um, yeah, so tune in. Uh, it's the Soundbites International on Facebook. We live. Uh, we also uh, recording our pod- podcast as well, so that will be available soon. Um, we got here uh, myself, Hasir Kadnefera, and to my right as always is Nefera Tuba Of course, of course. Um, and we're here to bring the conversations that matter to you, that matter to us, that matter to our people. Um, you know, to create a better people. You know, in every day in our life's walk. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so we figured we start some things off. We've been talking about some. You know, what does it mean to get into authentic action, right? Around ourselves, around our lives. How can we be different? And um, looks like we have we have a clip to start things off a bit that we want you to take a listen to. So, uh, yeah, sit back, relax. Let's rock, Let's rock this. Is there a simple that America has the largest prison system on the planet Earth. Mm-hmm, nope. More people in this prison in this country than any place on Earth. In fact, the second largest prison in the uh, population in the world is in California. They got more people in prison in California than they have people in prison in China with a million people. One out of every, it's been said, one out of every human being on Earth who is in prison is an African in this country.
Self-ownership right there. That's the true truth. That's the double truth. Shouts out to the elder Baba Professor Ayeni Tayemba. Many blessings. Shouts out to him. Uh, for that clip. I'm here to tell you, I just question myself on a regular basis as if to say, you know, what would it take for us to really, like, get authentically involved, you know? Mm. What would it take for us to take up our responsibility um, and realize that this is not a movie. This is not a joke. This is real life. Um, and I, and I really, I want to put it to the space, um, that there are so many facets of this experience that are occurring, but the most two pertinent and most tangible accessible pieces are to understand what's happening. There's something that's happening on a man-on-man combat. That's the low level. And then there's a higher, uh, above-the-line experience that's happening. Mm -hmm. Now, what's happening on the lower level is that man-on-man combat, like when we talk about active racism or experiencing um, uh, microaggressions from people who are non-melanated people. Right. That's man-on-man stuff, right? But then there's also another conversation of what's happening up here. Because... People want to gauge their lives and say that if they're on the lower level, that would not never experience racism. I've never had a problem um, with anybody of a different cultural experience or, or race mistreating me in any way personally. So therefore, it's I think it impacts the way that they experience responsibility mm -hmm. for this conversation that's happening up here. Mm -hmm. um, because what's happening up here is really impacting the African as a whole across the diaspora. Uh, uh, what the clip says that We'll fight here for welfare, and not necessarily welfare, but we'll fight here for the crumbs, you know, for the meager pieces of civil rights. Like, like every 10 years they're deciding someone else, a round table, someplace else, or some hierarchy of some group of people are deciding if you're able to vote, if we're going to let you vote. How does that work? Like, we're clear that you took Africans from Africa and you created this whole debacle of foolishness conversation backed up by pseudoscience and a bunch of greasy white men that decided that we're going to call these people animals because we want to make it settle with the psyche of the Christian white person, the do-gooder, how we take peasants and now we give them rank and make them feel lord over these African people because we don't understand what they were doing. It was half-naked over there running around around a fire, giving praises and then throwing shells and cowrie or whatever they were doing. Um, and we don't understand that. That's just savagery. That's mm. just barbaric. That's uh, archaic. 
Mm-hmm. So they ain't worthy of living. They yeah. not worthy. They don't know how to deal with themselves and govern themselves and utilize their. So we're gonna decide that we're going to decide that we're gonna take them because our failing country, our failing economy, and they got some good stuff over there. So we're gonna beguile them, manipulate them, play them, take some, mm, take their. They stuff. don't know how to use it. And we're gonna take them and make them slaves. Now we came to the realization that that was entirely an illusion. And then there's some above-the-line stuff that people here on a lower frequency get to really assess, assess when you're looking at the psychosis that created this. Like, so many of us walk around in this lower function of our everyday living and our one-on-one man-on-man combat experiences, and we're totally not conscious of the fact that the, the lives that we're living, we have... We're complicit in our own oppression. Yeah, daily. Daily, when we, when we follow the, the specific forms, um, whether it's you know that the whole it's the whole idea like the American dream, like following the formats that's been laid before us, you know, without us having any understanding of what our actual um, cultural standing is as a people. And you have different people like you know we, that that have come through. The borders of America over many years, you know, in, in, in immigrating through, and people that are holding on to their cultural stance, their mm-hmm. their cultural being, whether it's I know that I'm uh, German, Russian, and Irish, and all these different pieces, mm-hmm. in the, or Indian and like East Indian, and or, or Korean versus you know in, or, or Chinese or what have you, and then um, you have these turned Black Americans, you know, the building up these Africans turned. Black Americans be turned strangers in a, in a land they helped build um, that mm-hmm. have no clue what their background is because right. you know through you know through the, the the torturous nature of like chattel slavery of just straight like erasure of of language of tongue of yes. of of being of of tribe of birthrights of of uh, uh, of um, of of any type of cultural background understanding what that whether this. African comes from, um, there's, what, what is there to really hold on to other than what's been laid in front of us by an oppressive, oppressive structure? So the oppressive structure has told us, this is what you need to do to get a job. This is what you need to do to, to make ends meet. And, um, and even in the feats of us trying to make it on our own through segregation and things of that nature and getting by what we had, right. there was a destruction of that. So it's like, no, don't do that. No, that wasn't a destruction. <laughs> Some people got in their feelings mm. about slaves being released in 1865 mm. and then all over this country starting to build up their own communities. Right. And some people, because they could no longer diminish the slave, was jealous and mm. decided to burn these towns down around this country. That was intentional action. So I need, to, I need people, I need people to really be conscious of what occurred that created the space that we're in right now. Because the reality Mm -hmm. of it is, four million slaves were released. They created another new Jim Crow, which was the convict leasing program. Mm -hmm. And then there were also very meager white people who, at that time, because of the leverage that they had, were able to maintain X amount of slaves on a piece of land. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But without those slaves, the land went to ruin, and they couldn't maintain, and they started to starve. Mm-hmm. So when it always comes, if it's going to be us versus them, they always choose us. 
But we never choose us. Mm. They choose us to be the designated sufferer. They're like, listen, it ain't going to be me. I don't really care about nothing. It's just not going to be me. So we're going to burn these folk town. We're going to run them out of here. And we're going to do whatever we have to do. And we're going to keep setting them back. And that same fundamental consciousness is a tactic of war. To destabilize, to knock out the bottom floor, to rip it out from underneath. That happens. The reset continues to happen to the African over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Just a detour of like what it looks consistent. like. Consistent. It's consistent detours. Sorry, right, we're gonna build over here. No, we're gonna. No, yeah. we don't want that to happen. No, let's go, it's, don't do that. Okay, fine. Well, then we're gonna go around this corner. No, we see you coming over there, so don't do that. Yes. You know, it's this constant just detouring, and then and then it puts us in this place where like historically it's like you've given up, and it's like you know, I even um. And I've even found myself in brief conversations with elders that feel like they're just like, it's like, well, don't upset what's here. It's good. It's better than it was. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not better. First of all, when it was, was bad, even though your oldest all get out, you wasn't here when it was bad. Right. For as long as our elders, our 80 and 90 year old elders, many of them didn't experience how bad it actually was. Yeah. Um, and I talk about the strange fruit. And the um, and the bullwhip and the whipping posts mm-hmm. and you know, you know the the intimidation that was used in order to maintain mm. to oppress a spirit of a human being. And the examples made of us. I hear you with the whipping posts and I hear you with all of these things, but the biggest piece is the consistent boot on your chest. In a, in a metaphor that I'm trying to find one strong enough to demonstrate oppressing the spirit, the power spirit, the fighter spirit, the spirit mm-hmm. of humanity within a being. Mm-hmm. That is what makes it diabolical. Mm-hmm. Systematic that's breakdown. The, that, that's the piece that takes it to a whole nother level, fundamental level of consciousness. That this is what I think our African people are not really looking at. And mm-hmm. because... We are more concerned with keeping non-melanated people comfortable because we have learned helplessness. Mm. We don't even want to have the conversation. Yeah. I'm even. I'm tr- we were. We were. We were marching. You know. We were doing our thing, and just to get black people to put up a fist was somewhat a little uncomfortable for them. Yeah. It was uncomfortable for them. Like I, we, a weird I was state like, of being. I need some fists over here. Give me some power. I need some power. And they were like. Yeah. Um. Yeah, all right with this. Is this a thing? Okay, I'm all right. I'm right with this. And we talking about Af- watching an uh, African um, American heritage, heritage parade. parade, you know, and passing by these black folk to just like you know bless them. I mean, some of them um, was all. Some of them was doing their thing, like Most yeah. The brothers was, was like, in there though. The brothers was really in there. The brothers yeah, was like, you know, and there was some yeah, you know, but it, but you could tell there was still within this space. Mm-hmm. There is a certain particular struggle with identifying with one's own blackness. Yes. That um sound that innately feels like a disruptor to what's going on. Like, oh my God, the world is coming in this very moment right. because everything I've gotten through um, appeasing the structure might crumble in any moment because I might be affiliated with it, and it's like I might lose my that's rewards and thing. trinkets, and that's a sad thing because it's like, what are you willing to give up to get what you truly want? Which is freedom, if if that's what you truly want, 
Um, then well, it, what it, does freedom look like for our people? Right. I don't even think they have an idea. Okay, let's draw a picture of what freedom actually looks like for an African mm. in the diaspora. See, we could talk about Wakanda and all of that's well and good, some, 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 some symbolism of imagery for us to try to go off of a little bit, but we also have to look at we're not necessarily a Wakanda. We wouldn't be entering our freedom as a community, as a diaspora, African diaspora. We wouldn't be entering at the place where Wakanda was because Wakanda was uncolonized, mm-hmm. untouched and untapped by white consciousness by white hands or white influence at all. It was entirely left to its own space, right? And that's not going to happen to the African of today. So we will be entering what freedom will look like for us will be gathering and coming together as a council in Africa, right? And having our votes go to Africa. Now, if we're going to be still spread out above this world, that's fine. We don't have to mass exodus the colonies and, and the places where we are right now. Co- the, the, not colonies. The, um, the re- we're residences in other countries mm. outside of Africa. We don't have to do that. We can be where we are, but we can have a central location in our country. Yeah, and we can have a accurate. voice in our country. We can have a strong government in our country so that when a cop kills a black person on the streets, somebody come in to answer for that because... And everybody else's country let you kill a Chinese person. You're not going to kill five t- Chinese people, and China's not going to show up on your door trying to find out, have What's you absolutely your lost your mind? Do you really want us to get in your shit? That's not going to happen. See, that's what freedom will look like for us. Freedom will look like African banks. Mm-hmm. We don't have to sit in nobody's face and haggle with them about their coins. They wouldn't be exploiting us and giving us the highest rates. They wouldn't be giving us the worst loans. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be doing any of this stuff. That's what freedom would really look like for us. Because we would have access to our imports of diamonds around the world. We as a culture, our African diaspora around the world, would have access to diamonds, cobalt, which takes to make any electronic Mobile device needs cobalt like comes out of the iPhone, Congo. Like your Apple you computer. would have access to that. But you know who has access to that? Somebody else. <laughs> they, no matter who it is, somebody else. You don't, somebody else don't. You, you don't, don't have access to Somebody it. else got access so, to that. You know what they're doing? They're keeping you dirt, dirt out with the music, dirt, 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 dirt out with the food, <laughs> drugged out yep. with the water, dirt out with the inoculations, the immunizations. Mm. They're giving you miseducating your children left, right, front, and center. Because if you knew how much power you really had, they couldn't be playing you. A, a sweet seat in the master's house would never be as good as free. Mm. You're still a slave. You just got a closer seat to the fire. I'm wondering what if. You, they don't even wonder what if. They happy. I got black folks that are angry at me for having the audacity to show up. I ain't even said nothing to them. <laughs> I haven't yeah. challenged their, uh, what do you call it, the Sambo Shuffle. I haven't challenged that Sambo Shuffle. I just showed up in my own skin, black as fuck. With a moonwalk. That's it. I just walked up in the space like, where's my desk? <laughs> Where's my seat? That's it. Doing me. And that's it. See, I'm ready in an African. It doesn't matter what I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. I vibrate in African. Right. It's not a look. And that's the thing, too, when you want to talk about... They want to talk about identification. So we want to talk about, like, ownership of, like, self. Yes. And, like, identification, mm-hmm. what it means to be African, what it means to be black, black American, whatever. Just even that. Before we even get to African, like, like are you black? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what does that look like? And it's not enough to just say, 
I'm throwing on a dashiki. Especially with the dashiki I done got from, like, you know, the corner store or the festival. It's like, you, you like, where, like... Somewhere, Thailand. Is it over um, an authentic... <laughs> right. It's it's authentic cloth or whatever. It's like, you know, like, real deal, whatever. But even that, right, that doesn't make you... That doesn't change anything about who you are. Until Absolutely you not. change who you are. It's an identity. Right? You can, throw on all, you can throw on all the kufis, all the, all the, uh, uh, the shikis, all, all, the, all, all the kente cloths. You can throw on all the guignames. You can throw on all the uh, adinkras all over your body. You can throw on all the sandals. You can you throw all the all the oils you want, but if your if your sense of self is not purified, then it's all for not. It's it's all just a it's, it's a, a show. show. It's a mask, and you can get ready to take your costume on off at any time. Gotcha. Um, you know when it serves your benefit, and that's like, you know, yeah, that's like damn near close to like. Not say cultural appropriation. I don't want to say that per se, but damn, they like it because it's like, are you really showing up in yourself? But okay, are you so, showing up in okay. the costume of who you actually should be? Well, wait be? a minute, I gotta add something to that. Sure. Because this is the thing, right? I do believe in the gradual progression. Yeah. Um, and I'm not here to minimize anyone's journey if they're coming into the African clothes because, first of all. Putting on African clothes, it's not as much now as it was back 20, 25 years ago when I was doing it. Because as I started doing it, it had, it had died out from I'm black and I'm proud. It had died out. Yeah. And I showed up, and I was really like a stranger. It took a lot of weight to be that person. Now, today, not so much because, you know, this quote-unquote woke you know, woke thing, yeah. and, and now but that, but that's more what I'm speaking to. So yeah, let me let me be clear. I'm not not, not to cut you across, mm-hmm. but I mean like, let me be clear. I'm definitely not. I'm not saying it's diminish the journey because everyone has their journey, everyone right, has right. their walk. You know what I mean? But what I'm what I'm getting at is really like in that whole aspect of like you've done that, you've you've bought all the attire in the world, right? And you it's this claim of woke this and woke that, and then is what comes along with it is the misinformation, right? Um, whether you're sharing with yourself or with other people, yes. Um, the, the misplaced um, hater action in the name of you know of the African spirit, mm-hmm. which is which is like not right true, not not true to self, and not authentic to self. So I'm talking about those those particular pieces without without um, a space of understanding, which is like by and large, even in just a, a human landscape, we're not doing that. You know, even this is people in general, period. We're not um, willing to be in a space of understanding. Understanding who we are, understanding who the people around us are, understanding of other cultures, understanding of other of, of other people's, like, you know, lifestyle, like, all these different, like, un- being in a place of the question of life, of identity, of, of person, of being, of soul, of spirit, uh, it's just, just co-opting what sounds good. Co-opting what's been told as hot, as trendy, and your African should never be treated as something as trendy. So I I, I I I rebuke that. Um, I do not I do not look to diminish um, journeys because I know I've been on my journey right. constantly for a very long time. It's looked different ways, um, but so it, it it's only just gotten stronger, which I appreciate. And I and I applaud everyone that's on the journey in a strong sense. But be clear that there's understanding that, that gets to come along with it. And I mean right. really understanding yourself and your people and then people in general, like hu- humanity overall. That that doesn't mean diminishing any one person. That doesn't mean, you know, 
um, it's really getting clear on where you stand in your African spirit, in your Afrocentric, Afrocentricity, uh, in your your black your, your spirituality, your black fist up. Who 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 is it's, that? It's a depth. It's a, it's, it's a depth. It's, a it's an ongoing depth. journey. Yes. It's a true depth of soul and spirit. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a connection to the vibration. It's not really about jumping around and making it a poo poo conversation because right. the truth about the truth is. Once you come into your own and your own consciousness, mm. there are some actions and behaviors and language and speak and, and, and that goes along with that. Yeah, mindfulness. Right? Um, I don't show up with my knuckles up because that's not African, right? Mm. Um, if I need to defend myself, I need to take care of myself, I need to support my family. And if that came into the space, which would be the reaction of any reasonable person, right? right. So it's not African to be doing all of this. That came out of the Matrix. Right, mm. the matrix have decided that these are personalities and attributes that belong. You know, they say, "Oh, you conscious, you woke." Listen, conscious just mean you you you're awake. You're awake you can aware, see, yeah. you're aware. You know what's happening around you. You understand that. You know, everything is man on man combat. I, I don't deal with symptoms. I don't deal with the man on man combat. I don't deal with the little white man on the totem pole out here. You know, doing dirt to black people. Mm. It happens, mm. but I can't get into that. I have to get into the macro. I don't have time for the micro. Too many, too many symptoms. They've kept us busy with symptoms for so long that we don't even know how to address the macro. Mm. We don't even know how to see the bigger picture. Right. If we go for the big, let you know what, lose the battle to win the war. Mm. Sometimes you gotta let that little fish go to mm. get the we big fish later. Yeah. Let the little fishes go because we are disrupting our time and attention, and you got this much time on Earth. You don't have a lot of time around here to be poo-pooing with symptoms. And this is why they keep you running through the rat race until you're 30, 40, 50 years old. Because by then, you've developed some science. You've got some decades. You've got some experience. You can see things. This is why they get them when they're young, because they're young, confused. They're empty cups. You can just fill them up with whatever you want to fill them up with. And all the foolishness counts. Mm. And the reinforcement, the peer reinforcement, family reinforcement. Yeah. Teachers in school reinforcing that foolishness, layer after layer after layer. After layer, the dumbing down of America hit the black community even harder than ever. Dumbing down of America hit the black community as bad as legal, being illegal to read. Mm. It being illegal to read could get you killed Mm. in this country. That's real. How the depth of the dumbing down of America hit the African community that was already under miseducated to begin with. Mm-hmm. So not only are they miseducated, they, in, they, they are entirely in this position where they are lacking critical thinking skills to the point where you can't even see the writing on the wall. On the, wall. Yeah. the things that we do are so backwards to our own benefit because we function on this micro level. Some of these small things that we do, if we shifted four or five different things in our consciousness and our behavior and our actions on a daily basis, and we made it an attempt to address certain things in a weekly and brought it into our homes and families, we could make so much drastic, impactful, intentional, truthful shifts in our community. And not one person needs to do it because the consciousness of a leader came out of the matrix. See, they got you conveniently releasing, re- relinquishing responsibility because you're waiting for somebody else to do the work. 
instead of it being you doing the work. Mm. The psychosis they're looking for, their government, their round table said they'll raise up a leader from among them. You don't have to raise up a leader from among them. What you have to do is take responsibility for being the difference. That's different. Mm -hmm. Do your own work. Nobody needs to lead you. We are in the information era. Mm -hmm. There's nothing but information all over the place. In fact, there's so much information that it's confused a lot of people. Yeah. And then we get caught up in this conversation of leadership when leaders, half of them are dead wrong. They only are a faculty. A fork has a use. Use it for what it's used for. Get the information and research. Use your filter and, gun and get through that. Mm. They're not, most of them are not living the work. Many of them are truly not authentically committed to the work. It's about pseudo-celebrity for them. Mm -hmm. That's what most of them are. Mm -hmm. They're not here for the work. They are yet again giving their brother a rock that he should stumble. Mm -hmm. And not bringing real deal solutions to the situation. No, no they're not. And that's, and that's, the, trendy, that's the trendy treatment of, the, of the Afrocentricity of, of our people. You know what I mean? You got these people that's like, it's, it's figurehead stuff. You know, it's, people are like, someone feels the need to be a figurehead, and we've become so accustomed to having someone lead us. You know, like, whether it's a, a, a community leader or it's a president or whatever, we've so so accustomed to the idea of one individual yes. having the will enough to lead an entire, like, community. And that's right. not have to be the case. How about, like, it... It, it could be multiple individuals coming into their own and understanding the, the power within their leadership mm -hmm. to lead mo in multiple spaces and lead other leaders. Leaders create more leaders. Right. Leaders create more leaders. And but I'm not finding it. Yeah. I'm finding them separate. Leaders are creating, these, these days are creating more subordinates and yes. creating more people to follow them. Yes. Leaders do not create followers. They're leaders create other leaders right. because at some point that leader will no longer be here and he will need to be replaced. That's right. So rather than be in that space, how about we just create leaders on every front and every angle um, possible to have the goal turn out versus having us be in a space of praising or working to uh, uh, uplift this one individual and then they're gone from the space, and then what? Now you have to start all over again to find who that person yep, is? and that sets us back. And now it sets us back because we're so busy worried about finding this person. Yet again. We're too busy worried about finding this person, yep. to finding the new Jesus, to finding the new whoever the new it savior. is, the new savior of our lives, rather than, looking, rather than looking at ourselves first as that person. You're because we are. You save That's yourself right. first. You save yourself first. In the airplane, you put the mask on yourself first when it's going down so you can save other people. You know what I mean? That's where the savior starts within before you're looking at somebody else. And it's like they, they told this. This is, a, this is a place where we was making a joke before, and I was talking to Emily, and I said, you know, folks get angry when you try to wake them up from their slumber. Mm. They're like, no, don't be disrupting my illusion. I don't want you to talk that conscious talk to That's me. It's a good dream. Get away. I'm happy. I'm having a good time. My, my, my little fluffy dog is all cute, and I got my Louis Vuitton bag, and... You know, I'm driving my little car and whatnot. I'm doing good. Everyone's. I got a little promotion on my gig. I'm straight. Don't tell me no consciousness. I don't want to hear that. Folks are enjoying ogling and watching the woman in the red dress and mm. are too scared to see the realities of Zion and what's mm. taking place. And 
not realizing that that's the place you need to save. That's the reality you need to save. Because that's where your people are. Downtrodden and, and, and beaten by this system that would not allow them to see freedom. But, but only subordinates. What would it take? What would it take? It takes, real, it it takes realizing. Take? It takes realizing you're in that in the first place. Okay, so now you're on the lower level now and the higher level. So on the lower level, there's certain things you're going to need to survive, certain things you're going to need to be able to maneuver to make sure that you stay strong, safe, and healthy. Mm-hmm. So there's a few things that are offending this lower level. Our quality of food. Yeah. And I got an article most recently with black farmers receiving dead seeds. Yeah, fake seeds and all that, yeah. Fake seeds so that they cannot farm the food. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we have another one where um, your legal rights, you have black men moving around, black people, period, just doing regular everyday things, being harassed by the law enforcement, and also being harassed by vigilante-ass white people Mm -hmm. who think they have the privilege Mm -hmm. to just impede on your life. And what, it, kind of, what kind of twisted superiority is this? And actually ignore laws to do so. Someone, so this woman, do you hear about the woman that basically was trying to pull a, a George Zimmerman? She was a dispatcher. She was trying to engage somebody, older man. She, she killed him, actually, I believe. she, Or she shot him. And black man. And dispatcher was telling her, don't engage, don't engage. And then she was like, no, I'm going to do it anyway. Shot shot the man. And now I think she's um she's facing, you know, guilty um, title, whatever. I'm losing words in the moment, but like the fact that you're willing to go through such great lengths to deter someone from living their life for whatever reason has nothing to do with life. your life. Their natural life, regular. Out of out of at this point, gen- a genetically systematic um, predisposition. I gotta fight for my life because this person's here. I gotta fight for my life because this this person, this culture, this 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 genetic makeup is here. That means my life is threatened. That means something's gonna happen if I allow them to to continue on being. And you know, the people don't think that like don't operate in a space like they think that that's it's that drastic, but it is that drastic. And until we until we recognize that. Um, we'll continue to be in this, this space of this loop of like things just being lukewarm, okay, versus like looking at the actuality and getting and getting like the undercut of like you have the knife and you have the knife slowly going into your back while they're like giving you a hug or like a handshake. I'm serious. It's crazy, and I think that our people are so disillusioned about the depth of what a commitment looks like. You're more worried about being nice. This is not about nice. This is truly not about being nice. And it's not about being angry. It's about being mm-hmm. smart and yeah, being exactly. safe. Because no one said be smart. I mean, uh, walk around here and just like act dumb. No, 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 no. And that's going to make you happy. Let me tell you, ignorance will get you killed as a black person. For sure. So not telling your children what's out here for them, it should be considered reckless endangerment. Right. Right? That's like bad parenting. As an African person, you're not going to say to them that, oh, they're going to run into a situation and, and just pray. that it's, Don't be praying this stuff away because it ain't going nowhere. <laughs> like this whole concept of a savior coming, it's, that's one of the most diabolical things that is assaulting the African consciousness. It is. 
Because it's allowing you to relinquish yet again another opportunity for you not to be responsible for your own actions, your home, and your children. So that's happening on the lower level. What's happening up here on the upper level is you cannot take a, a knife to a gunfight. Mm -hmm. What's happening up here on the upper level is things like Hurricane Katrina. Because mm -hmm. y'all not going to hear, we're not, we're not talking about conspiracy theories. Okay? We're talking about the biggest indicator of the future is the past. Mm -hmm. In the United States government, 1985, the United States government dropped bombs on a building that had 11 people in the six with children. Mm -hmm. Killed them. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's a fact. So the biggest indicator of the future is the past. So these are the things that they've done in the past. So it's a very strong likelihood. Since they can continue to trick us with the same tricks, why wouldn't they just do it again? The same thing. Mm -hmm. And then we have, now we're so mixed into this space that we've completely dis, we're, dis, we're, we're disconnected from our identity. Mm -hmm. So we sign up for all of the clubs all of the groups and all and all of these spaces are meant to keep you confused and clusterfucked away from your identity. They all have a function. They're all to keep you derailed from having a commitment. And none of those things that you signed up for have anything to do with the African. Mm. Nothing you're involved with has anything to do with freedom, justice, equality, quality of life for the African. It has a whole lot of cute language that you can sign up for, but nothing has your best interests at heart. It is all residual effects in the system that are layered to continue to perpetuate more of the same. And that's real. No conspiracies. So that's what's happening up here. So you can't take your one pistol and go fight with this up here, because that ain't going to happen. You need a whole new strategy. You need a whole new concept of thinking. You need a whole new movement. Because it may be a challenge to get our people to function like a school of fish. Mm. Because yeah, right now we're so disfragmented. We have signed up for so many clubs. We all got our, you know, our, 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 our livelihoods are threaded into this system. The thing is we signed up for all these clubs, as you put it, and like it's, it's the separatism in that. Absolutely. Because like, but just like you said, the school of fish is the... It's the, the we can't come up here to battle with the like with the handgun or the pistol unless like we're coming with the team. And until we get a collective mindset, we, we can't expect to battle what's up here. We can't even get together what's down here. Honey, we can't we're even, all like, celebrating drones right now. Since we're all so happy about drones, these folks don't have to leave their house to come see you. Mm-hmm. Because that's what's happening up here. Okay? But and that's not a fear conversation. That's a conversation like if you were creating actual freedom for your African country and for yourself. If anything happened to you, they would have somebody to have to fight. Because Africa would have its own army. You see? And I, I, I hate to even go that route with the whole army and fighting conversation, but this is real life. This is not a game. Battleship for real. Monopoly for real. How can anyone own the water. Mm. The water are supposed to always be kept safe because that is our communal space. Mm. But they can frack and mess up the water and poison the water and mm. you won't find out for 20 years. And commercial.
commercialize the fish and everything that's in the water and like yeah they're growing fish and chickens and everything else in a petri dish and then they put it on the market because it's already on the market you've already been consuming it and in a few minutes you're gonna start seeing people growing three heads (laughs) and 12 toes See, if that starts happening to you, then you'd believe it. Right. But because the, the what's happening is internal, you can't see biophysiological changes that's happening as a result of this food stuff. You don't believe it's happening. But if you started seeing someone with an ear growing out of their neck, <laughs> right? If there was cases where there's tongue growing out of the, 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 the torso... Right, and a finger growing out of your booty hole. I I guess we got a problem. Then you think, well, you know, we might want to consider that something might not quite be going right. Maybe we need to do something. But because now it's 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 a little bit, you know, sometimes sometimes like our folks, you gotta put in our face, and even sometimes we still won't even take it. (laughs) We still won't even take it. I don't believe that. But there's (laughs) a real conversation. We've been running around tap dancing. They done played the three-card Monty on us for so long. In the past 15 years, I'm here to tell you, it's real mm-hmm. on the field, player. Mm-hmm. It's real on the field. The past 15 years, some major things have been happening where these folks have been lining themselves up. And let me tell you what, they got some tap dancing noise going on around you. They have some things that derail your attention that's happening around yeah, you has to be that's missing the mark. Yeah. Entirely, but it looks like a good idea. It's happening. I'm looking right at it. It's unfolding right in front of our eyes. But it's not the point. None of it is the point. But it looks like a cool idea, so everybody's jumping on that bandwagon. It's another way to have you looking this way while I'm over there robbing you blind. Mm-hmm. The point is, you're an African. You have a land and you have a people. Period. We don't need to spend no time over here tap dancing trying to knock on these folk doors and let us in their house. Right. Because they don't want us in their house. They don't want to treat us nice. So you know what you do? When you walk into an establishment and they don't respect you, you leave that establishment and go spend your money somewhere else. Get up. Go spend your money someplace else. Raise up. Take your resources someplace else. I bet you they learn how to respect you. Yeah. Not by spending more money. At their, more money. at their place because you can prove that you can spend the money. Because you're the boss. Because they ain't going <laughs> to treat me like that. Because I can come up here and drop stacks and, and take all of this. Like, what? Are you, what are you saying? I remember that dumb stuff. Like, Looking like a derp. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's madness, family. That's madness. my money. Oh, I watched me drop 8,000 stacks of porn all oh, over your me. whole establishment. <laughs> oh, gee, thanks, sir. We... We don't know what we were thinking. No, they're not. They're not even going to say that. They're going to take your money. Give me more apologize of your money, you. you idiot. And they're going to take your money. <laughs> Oprah, they did it to Oprah more than once. And Oprah claims she's one. She got stacks for days. Mm. What do you mean? It don't mean nothing. Yeah. At the end of the day, you still have a sis. You still have a seat over there. Go sit down. And why? Why? Why would you want to be in a situation and in a system that? Whenever they feel like it, they can just sideline you. They can just put you on a bench. Whenever they feel like it, guess what? You're going to be warming the bench. Because mm-hmm. at this point, you're not even the main minority. Who I can't remember who was talking about. I think it was Dr. Phil Valentine 
poor is talking about, you're not even the number one minority anymore. You can't even get the number one minority slot. Number one minority. No, matter of fact, it was Dr. Um, Alexander. No, no, no. Colonomics. I don't know. My brain right now is like, um... Oh, Lord, why can't I think of his name? Dr. Powernomics. No, Powernomics is his um book. Oh, God. Claude Anderson. Yeah, Claude Anderson. Okay. Dr. Claude Anderson. Listen, you're not even the main minority no, no, no. anymore. They don't even have to talk to you no more. They can go talk to somebody else, and you better hope that you can get some crumbs off of their table. Mm. Because they're getting more priority than you. They're getting their their issues addressed, and they're getting their issues, they're getting piecemeal. And that means if, if the master's table give them piecemeal, they ensure that they keep their foot on your neck. Right. Nobody's trying to pull out the bottom floor of the matrix. You can't pull out the foundation. The foundation, there must be a foundation. Mm -hmm. And even if you didn't like it, that's where you've been sat. Mm-hmm. And why would you want to be a slave? You know, some of our ancestors, they said in the movie uh, in, in uh, Wakanda, bury me in the ocean. My with my ancestors. from the ships. With my ancestors because they knew their death was better than bondage. So don't yeah. think because you drive a nice car, you're not in bondage. You're still a clown. <laughs> you're still a jester. You're still entertainment. You're still comic relief. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Like I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't choose that position. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you because I went through the gamut, and I had to bust free past what I thought I knew. Yeah, we own less than we did back in the day. We own yeah. less, own way less, severely down. You talking about home? You talking about land? You talking about like we own less than what we've done in the past like 50 years or so. And it's like and and but. We, we can sit here and think that there's, you know, equality has come. We've made like no, we've been it's it's been we've been duped. Was it the word bamboozled once again? Bamboozled. Into thinking like everything's hunky dory and it's not. You know, it's it's really not. And you have, and we have it's it's important to move with a mindful, discerning eye on how, um, how you're being treated and how you're being guided. Through your own walk, through your own life's walk, by someone else pulling the strings, for to telling you what your blackness is, telling you what your humanity is. Still, is that and so like, and that's looking at it, it being in a country where our humanity wasn't even considered in the first place, wasn't even written in to the the, the constitutional um, documentation. So not so then now what, you know then like looking now what what do we do? How, that's the question. What will it take for us to get authentically active around ourselves? I don't know. I what just... will it actually take? I think that's the question. Whether we can answer it right now or whether it's, it's, it's something we table. can leave the it's people. On the it's table. on the table. But it's something, that, it's something to consider and something to think about. When it, and it behooves us to think. To think and think critically and think often and question often. Um, and that's how we get down the road to empowerment. You have to you have to know you have to you have to question what's what's on the table in order to know how you're gonna eat like and and nourish yourself and 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 
and be in a better space of being. Right. You know? That's the hope. I mean, ironically, I... I the hope I, is in his lifetime, too. It would be nice if it was in his lifetime. You know, I, um, I, I think that we need to stop... Our biggest thing is we need to... I, I posted something the other day that the biggest key is to understand that my God is no respecter of person. Don't get so wrapped up in this physical experience that your body is having. You are a spiritual being in a, having a physical experience, mm -hmm. right? You're actually the energy within this case. All mm -hmm. the filling up that we do and the tap dance and all of the stuff that we do with our lives, this is just our residence on this physical mm -hmm. plane here. Like, we've made so much of it, and guess what? The consciousness of someone else has become our reality. It was never our reality. We've always understood mm. ourselves from our culture as being in our physical body, but a spiritual being. Mm. So we've put a lot of weight on this physical experience. So much so that it's causing us so much undue hardship. Health, emotion, spirit, unrest, um, and our, our disconnect within our community as a community of people. There's so much jealousy and envy and, and, and trying to win and trying to matter. You already matter. Right. You are already whole. You're already a, dynam a dynamic divine being. It is already your birthright. There's no need to compete with anyone else about that. See, and walking in that is a challenge mm. in a space where everyone else is functioning physical. It's all carnal. It's all how much you can... You know, all these carnal things. Yeah. So we really want to detach from the power that the matrix has on us. That the system has on us. Because we can make our bodies, our physical bodies, the best possible living experience. Right. As our quality of life. And as a collective, we are not doing that. So if the system has nothing to offer you by way of an African's quality of life, then it has no control over you. Mm -hmm. then you don't need nothing it has to offer you. And that's the self-governance piece. That's the self, that's that's when you become, that's when you start, that's when you can come alive. Yeah. That's when you wake up, you're like, uh-oh, I'm here. That's the place where you get to be awake and present in your own spiritual ele ele elevation. That's so... This is a Brooke. Thank you for the check-in. Also, Sister Jade, thank you for check checking in earlier, check -in. sharing the video, sharing the message. We appreciate you. Um, yeah, you know, share the video, share the message, join the conversation. Um, we hit the replay and come back to it. We always come back to it. So, uh, we appreciate everyone that's that's checking in with us with sound bites. We try to have these conversations. You know, maybe a little late in the day, but you know, we here, we here because it's non-stop. The conversation is non-stop. So it's a daily living experience. We really hope that we can bring more people into the consciousness, or more, and bring more people into being committed to an authentic conversation. Like it's not about tap dancing. It's not about for the show. It's not about pimping blackness. It's not about right. wearing kente cloth and like give that up. Like that's not the space. Because I know some people who was, you know, who don't wear no African attire. Mm -hmm. But their spirit is black. Their spirit is African. Yeah, that's what they it's about. They vibrate in Africa. And that's the point. And that's the point. It's not about what you adorn this physical experience with. Mm -hmm. It's not. 
It's about where you are in your energy and your, your, your vibration. Mm -hmm. And how are you loving on and infusing your people? Mm -hmm. How do you get to make people wake up and arise and make their spirit and bring them happiness and bring them joy and show them a powerful possibility within the space of diminished existence that this space, this, this space has given the African mm -hmm. and has given most of our people only one or two different routes that we could possibly take that has, and neither one of those routes brings you to your African soul. Mm -hmm. Neither one of them. So that's the purpose of the journey is to ignite, to create an impact. Mm -hmm. Journey to Sovereign Self. Journey, journey to Sovereign Self, I say. That's what it's about, Journey to Sovereign Self. Because once you're in that space, can't nobody tell you nothing. It couldn't, it, you're, it's, you become like the immovable object. No matter what is said outside of the external, nothing can disrupt your, your internal force. You know, when you, when you get to that space, and that that sense that sense of peace, for sure. So. So we're gonna wrap we're gonna wrap up and close out. Um, we just wanted to get you on you know on this evening check in as you start your week. Um, also, we'll be checking in um, later this week. We want to get into that 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 new series the uh, uh, the when they see us. When they see us. Central Park Five. Oh boy. We try, we try, trying to get mentally prepared, you know. It's probably gonna be well, was, quite a thing. Uh, seeing some rave reviews, um, I guess rave reviews meaning people are like, you know, what the <laughs> shit. But kind of ironic that this would come out at this time, though, because Donald Trump being president at this moment said a lot about the century. Was had, instrumental was, in that case. Yes. Um, and instrumental in demonstrating the dynamic of the manipulation of the media. Mm. Because those young men were convicted in the court of public opinion mm -hmm. as, as a result of what he had done in New York City. And those men were to be tried here in New York City. That was going to throw their trial off the top. Mm -hmm. Going in, that was going to upset the whole the vibration of the trial. Okay? And if you know something about the indicators of the past, is the greatest indicator of the future. Mm -hmm. These folks who have had a white cultural experience, when they get angry at African, they want to see blood. Mm -hmm. And he drove that vehicle until they hung those young boys. Mm. So I was there for the real, I was there for the facts, way before the show, for yeah. the movie. Yeah. I was traumatized personally as a result of that experience. Mm. Vicarious trauma. It happens to us every time there's a police killing. Okay? Yeah, every freaking time. Those boys yeah. were the same age as I was around that time. Yeah. And it is, it is an interesting time as we go into election season, because holy shit, we've gotten, we're getting through four years of this psychopath. I cannot um, believe this happened. Yeah, I said that. But I this America. But this, this is America. Okay, just looking up. So, yeah, so we're going to plan to... <laughs> we're going we're gonna to plan to get into that series. I think it's a, I think it's a series yes. is what I'm sounding like. So mm -hmm. we're going to get into that series this week. Pray for us. Um, and then uh, if anything, our, our next sound by checking will be around that. And we'll, we'll fucking go from there and <laughs> see what's up. All right. But uh, thank you for everybody that checked in. Uh, much in love to everybody that listens thank through and watches our video. Um, from where? From? Nefera to my, to my. from my, my heart to you. No. Oh, from my heart to yours. <laughs> so, uh, from my heart to yours. 
Yes. So, yes, indeed. This is Sirka Nefera, Nefera Tumatira. It's a Soundbites International Radio because we for the whole worldwide view of this conversation. Where black Because if Africans are better, the world is better. Okay, this is where black consciousness okay. is the claim. One world, one world, is international the is the game, is the aim. Centuries of pain and grief. Lightly put on the look at history. Long wait for both to change. Still, it's all the same. Hold up. Past 50 years, it's all a game. More killing just a week ago. When do you reckon that they redemption beckons? You can save a young mind in less than 60 seconds. When the application of education becomes your weapon. These are singular leaders are long gone. Communities in need, the people should stand strong. And everybody may be in the mind of uprising in the face of old known opposition to damn lives. Law enforcement, of course, and no lawyers. Poverty is a commodity for a lot of G's. Do whatever it takes for that cheese. Bring a brother or a mother or another to the knees. On the block, put these juveniles are 400 degrees. Black grass struggling and dead into degrees. Delusion of inclusion and crippling disease. When you're working 40 times, it's hard for ends feet. Skin's feeling like a burden on your shoulders. Rose colder. Did your teacher ever told you? Try to mold you. Do a drone of a soldier. They can sow your Hennessy and the soda. Ah, this ain't about to hate to feed you. The game done change when the man goes to sleep through. Playing to the bruise, all to the people. Something fucking the poison. They bring the boys in. Last thing they want us to do, bring the noise in. Holding on to the glimmers of hope. But it's limits when the father being sentenced for dope. In the hood of kids' vision through diminished the scope. Soon the prison pipelines killing chances to vote. Painting pictures of a future only slinging the coat. Where's the images the figures to empower the goals? I mean, the real men and women, they can look to the growth. Black families adore that pain. Though we made great strides over time. The village undergone great strain. Nothing was the same once innovation was the aim in the game. Man, seeing the city is on fire. The love for each other is long gone. In the fight to get back down to the wire. Only speak of resistance to existence. Even though that modern time is getting higher. We can stumble and fall, but we'll cover it all. Knowing freedom's the only burning desire. I can hear the echoes of my ancestors calling me. Calling out my name, him calling out my name. Saying, kick the final out to the other free. I pray in my lifetime, man, I pray in my lifetime. I can hear the echoes of my ancestors calling me. Calling out my name, him calling out my name. Saying, kick the final out to the other free. And I pray in my lifetime, man, I pray in my lifetime. And I'm talking about no justice, no peace. It's like a needle in hate for positive release. Try to keep us sedated with puppeteering of black faces and white spaces. Engineering of the docile legal, cause they shot a hero. Many elated because they think we'd have made it. But the foul is flagrant, they just playing the game. Quiet is kept, I'll be the dirtiest yet. With every innocent death, we're considered a threat. Our community's wept under the rug we swept. Every tear is dropped, every gun is popped. Every crooked cop, they can avoid a sentence. Country's far beyond any form of repentance. Main reason I ain't ever letting go. Thinking this Every method in form of control, but they never call an soul. Time to go and break down the door, lay it on the floor, put it on the line. I'll be remiss of the ancestral cries and turn around the tide of the sands of time and the planet divide. Do it all over here now, should be enough to back down the fear now. Same turmoil, different day. Salvation won't come if we only pray. No matter the depth of the struggle and the amount of the fight of the dog, this will rise fall. We can never throw the power away. Dedication every hour of the day. Liberation ain't enough with complete freedom is truly ours to say. Cause we stand alone, path through the hour of the way. Over the edge, we leap from the tower of faith. Every time to redefine the history now I can hear the echoes of my ancestors calling me Calling out my name, hear them calling out my name Saying keep the final out to the other free I pray in my lifetime, man, I pray in my lifetime I can hear the 
echoes of my ancestors calling me. Calling out my name, hit them, calling out my name. Singing, keep this fight alive till the army free. And I pray in my lifetime, man, I pray in my lifetime. Married my old self to my new self, created my best self. Spiritually blessed, born of the best wealth. My desire for this world is that it's living in its best health. Living in a world where they want to make it illegal just to be you. No one cares about right or wrong, fair or just. They want you to adjust to not being equal. Well, this is the sequel. Part one didn't go too well. This life's so crazy, most feel like they're living in hell. But we can't dwell on what it is. We must make it what we want it to be. Create our reality. Manifest our destiny. Climb to the top of every tree, planting flags of eternity. Listen, listen, listen to the echoes of the spirits walking beside you. Here to guide you, wings to fly you. God is love, the universe will never deny you. Deny you.